Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to Comet Central. I'm Kevin Sidik Lim, the host of Comet Central, and I'd like to welcome you to season 3 of Comet Central. Our podcast focuses on the challenges that Muslim converts face along their conversion journey to help Muslims from all backgrounds to find a strong foothold in Islam. Follow our Instagram and LinkedIn page at Comet Central, and I look forward to sharing with you all the beneficial series we plan for the year. For now, I'd like to welcome you to season 3 of Comet Central. Assalamualaikum everybody and welcome to another episode of Convert Central's podcast series on gender in Islam. Alhamdulillah, we are back today and this time we have a very special guest with us and he is none other than Brother Sharif. We are very, very excited to hear his thoughts about gender in Islam. So let me just get right down into it and Brother Sharif, take it away. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Alhamdulillah, firstly, I would like to take this opportunity to thanks for inviting me here. Uh, mashallah. Okay, let me tell you some story. When I was, you know, firstly, I was born without a left foot. Okay, we were born without a left foot. A lot of challenge on my toes when I was very young. And when I was young, about uh, my, my biological mother handed over me to, uh, to another family. Uh, it was not a Muslim and we stayed in a kampung. But the, but the interesting part, my foster mom uh, like to switch on uh, radio every time, like to listen Azan. Subhanallah, mashallah. You know, Azan. They don't pray, but they love to on the Azan. I asked my foster parent, what is Allah Akbar? Allah Akbar. I'm, I don't know. So I don't know what is Allah. I don't know who is Allah. Why Why do uh, this, this uh, radio, you know, every five waktu prayer, they must have the, the sound of Azan and so on. So no one explained to me. No one taught me what is, is all about Islam. So the only thing is that after my uh, foster parent passed away in 1977 and 1978, that is where in 1980, I reunion back together with my biological mother, uh, with my family, who is a Muslim, Alhamdulillah. And um, the second part is that I still doesn't know what is Allah. And I still don't know what is Azan. The thing make me more curious why my stepbrothers go for mengaji, uh, go for religious class. But yeah. I did not have the opportunity to attend the religious class. But I'm yeah. so eager. I said, no, I must, I must. But there is no opportunity for me until the age of uh, 16, 17. That is where I met some friends and I went to Daruakam and uh, I mengucap dua kali masyarakat Alhamdulillah yeah. was witnessed by my two friends and that is where when I attended the class then I know what is all about Allah what is all about Islam and also the five amazing prayers that really opened up uh, at that period of time during my, my, my study on the journey of how to do my prayer I faced another challenge the challenge is that people were looking around me. Those days, they call my name Peters. I have an English name, Peters Christopher. And now they call me Sharif. They keep on calling me Peters. Why? Why must you convert all these questions? They keep on asking. But I tell them, I love Allah. I love Islam. And I believe I'm born in Islam. And I want to know more. And that's where I attended the class. And from there onwards, it taught me about the five prayers, about the Makkah, about all quite interesting things that, mashallah, 
is quite amazing. And every year, I'm trying to improve myself. You, you know, when you, when you converted, you can't just take instantly about one year, I, I, I want to learn more. I will need to learn more to study, but no, it takes time. And now I'm 53 years old and I'm still learning. And I'm still learning. Uh, now I see a lot of people converted to Islam. Mashallah, you know. And, and when I went to a, a, a country, when I was in, in, in doing my marathon, I went to a Western country and I'm afraid. I said, because um, my name is Muhammad Sharif, what will people look at me? You know, they will think bad about, about, about our religious. But no, there are people out there. They respected, you know. They said, Sharif, why must call your name Peters? You are a Muslim. You should call yourself, you should be proud to call yourself as Sharif, Muhammad Sharif. And I was so blessed, oh, mashallah. The message was uh, by the people who are from different races. They said, go for it. And, and, and Alhamdulillah, the things that I learned, get right guardians from the right teacher who can teach you, who can learn you, and you can move on and so on. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Thank you so much for sharing your story. SubhanAllah. I think it's been a while since we actually got opportunity to listen to Convert Stories on Convert Central. So it's so refreshing to hear another Convert story today. So before we go to the topic of gender today, I know Hafiza has a lot of things to say and a lot of things to add on because this is actually her first time, I think, listening to a live Convert sharing on our podcast. So I'll just pass the time to her for a little bit and before we go to gender, inshallah. Inshallah, I think, wow, I, I, I was very, very touched to hear all your sharing, Brother Sharif. I, I think when you, when uh, Brother Siddiq was first saying that you're a convert, I, I thought like, eh, but he looks like he's a born Muslim, you know, just from the looks of it. So hearing that you were actually like split from your biological mother and then reunited back with her, reminded me a bit of Musa al-Islam's story. And it's just so amazing that I can hear such a story in, like today's context and and it's a successful story and and even though you were in the foster mother's household how can someone who's not muslim enjoy listening to the azan i'm very very amazed by that because to me like my my friends who are not muslims they they do sometimes refer to it as like noise and stuff like that so i wouldn't expect anyone to be okay listening to it let alone to enjoy and make that effort to play it you know mashallah i really think like allah was present and very obviously present in all your years and that is truly the gift of guidance and the very first question that we have for today is brother sharif what is your favorite story of prophet muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and i'm sure you have a lot to share about this hearing that he is your one of your biggest inspirations uh, as to how you are like as a person today when Nabi Muhammad was at, uh, at I think in Mecca, I can't remember, I think it's in Mecca, where, where, where he was in the, in the grave, in the graveyard, you know, and, and people were looking at him and they were, they are not, you know, some of them are not happy on him. It's the same thing like my life when I was born without a left foot and I, what I did was I crawled, I crawled in the kampong, I jumped in one place to one place and people disliked me of who I am and they will pick up stone, they'll throw at you, they'll speak at you. What Nabi did was be patient. Pray to Allah. There is a way to make people love you. And what I did was I pray for them. People hurts you more, 
you just forgive them. Whenever there's a challenge, even though that period of time, I don't know who is Allah, but I only know the Azan, but that is always, uh, tell me, because I used to, I, I like to use the word Allah, Allah, I said, Allah, please help me. Okay, the answer will not come out now. It will take times. And when the time when Nabi come out from, that is where Makkah was around, it's the same thing, similar when I out from the, come out from the world, come out from the, see the beautiful world around, rather than keeping inside the box of darkness, I see more beautiful people, more beautiful caring, people will not hurt you anymore, they show you love, all because of how you learn from Nabi, and the same thing of how I learn, forgive me. It's okay, people hurt you more, you just forgive them. MashaAllah, thanks so much for sharing, Brother Sharif. I think that is such a refreshing take, you know, of life and of how to view people who dislike you. Especially, I think when I'm hearing this, because I'm someone who, I cannot take it when I hear someone don't like me. So, I love how you just make dua for them and you just, you know, never give up and you keep moving and how at the root of it all, your constant inspiration is Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam as it should be as a Muslim. So, Alhamdulillah, thank you so much for sharing that. Can I just confirm one thing, Brother Sharish? You said that you were calling yes. out to Allah, Allah, please help me. And this was at a time before you had converted to Islam while you were still living with your non-Muslim foster family. Is that yes. correct? My foster parents, uh, they are all Hindus and they, they love to listen to Azan. They always like to use the word Allah, Allah, Allah. And I don't know who is Allah. So I started to follow like them. Whenever there's a problem come, I said, Allah, please help me. Allah, please do for me this. That is where I was inspired. And I keep on using the word Allah. I don't know, I, but I still don't know who is Allah. Whenever I got some issue come to me, that people throw stone at me, I would just say, Allah, please help me. Whenever I go anywhere, I will say, Allah, please help me. But until I get to, into studies, then I got to know who is Allah, who is our prophet, and so on. Yeah. MashaAllah, thanks so much for sharing, Brother Sharif. I think that, that is really so inspiring to someone like me who's a born Muslim. And I had that luxury of calling out to Allah, knowing who he was when I was at a young age, but I didn't. So I think I feel a lot of guilt and a lot of like... You know, thankfulness that I'm not at that place anymore, but also wow and like in awe that you were in a place where it all the situation, all the, the, the circumstances made it hard for you to even call out to Allah, but Allah made it happen. So that's just the proof of his miraculous existence in our lives and he's omnipresent and he's, he's really like everywhere. He's closer to us than we know. So Alhamdulillah, thank you so much for sharing. I think uh, my fellow host here, uh, Brother Siddiq, has a lot of things to share as well, hearing about this sharing of yours, being a convert Muslim as well. So let me just pass the time to him right now, inshallah. Subhanallah, subhanallah. I have not heard a story like this before where a non-Muslim who has not taken his shahada call out to Allah in such a manner. Subhanallah, I'm so blessed to be able to have the opportunity to listen to what you say right here. And, and, and then when you're saying, and I felt a tinge of pain in my heart and I was thinking, how can we as Muslims, be it converts or born Muslims, we are all Muslims, lose out in calling out to Allah and his names, his beautiful name, as compared to someone who has not taken his shahada yet. Subhanallah. Yeah, how, how can we as Muslims who have 
proclaim our, our, our love, our witness to Allah, Ashadu Allah ilaha illallah, and we don't use Allah's name in, in dua, subhanAllah. We make dua, we put our hands up. Sometimes we don't even understand what we are saying. Sometimes we are in a jama and we put our hands up, we say Amin, we don't even know what we're saying Amin to. Subhanallah. <laughs> this is such a blessed episode in which we not only get to talk about our topic today, but we also get to remind not our listeners, but first and foremost ourselves, you know, when we talk about the stories that, that we have implored you to share today, uh, the, the stories of your role models, um, the reason why we are sharing these stories is, is to really increase our love and respect for these figures of Islam, to show that for every gender, for every situation, there is a role model. And, and simply, we don't have to look far. We look in the example of the Prophet and it, it, it was rare that someone who held so much influence and control, you know, had, had moments of, of, of disappointment, had, had moments of sadness, right? We don't really usually hear that of rulers, great figures of history. But subhanAllah, in, in, the, in the model of the Prophet that he's given us, he has given us how to deal with humiliation from people who do, did not believe in him. He has given us how to deal with success, with humility, subhanAllah. How to be patient, how to love others even while he was being attacked and he was injured by other people. SubhanAllah. And, and, and these, these are what stories do for us. They make us tear, they move our hearts. And SubhanAllah, we're inspired to do better. And, and, and with this, you know, we, we hope that with these stories that we're sharing today, we, we, we are teaching each, each and every one of, of our brothers, including myself, how, what it takes to be a male. You know, to be a male means that we are, we are, we are brave. We, it's not, it doesn't mean that we don't suffer setbacks. It doesn't mean that we don't cry. But we cry only to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We only ask him for strength yes. in our life. Subhanallah. So thank you for sharing the story, Rasulullah. And I'll pass my time back to Hafiza. See you later. Alhamdulillah, yes, thanks for putting all that into perspective, Brother Siddiq. It was really nice to hear your perspective as well, Alhamdulillah. And I think moving forward to our next question uh, is actually rather, other than uh, Prophet Muhammad wasallam, who of course is our greatest guide of all and the one that Allah has uh, accorded such respect to, but we also have the blessing and the, and the privilege of having all these other figures in Islam be it uh, other prophets or the Sahaba in uh, Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu time, who else, Brother Sharif, has inspired you in uh, the stories of the Sahaba and the other prophets? We would love to hear your, your own um, thoughts other than the okay. Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu <laughs> When you talk to me about who, uh, of course, always I will say our Prophet Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu the is the prophet where I follow, but of course there are others. Uh, there's a lot uh, some other prophets that we follow. When we look at ourselves, when we look at ourselves, for example, I'm a marathon runner, I'm a fighter, not to give up. We learn from other prophets also. Yeah, so that is to me, my hero is our prophet Nabi Muhammad Wasallam. But of course, they are all others too. Alhamdulillah, like the overall guidance is still Prophet Muhammad Wasallam. But then there are different aspects in our lives that we, in and out, we will take the examples from the other prophets and the other sahaba, depending on the yes. situation that we are in. Alhamdulillah. Correct. And yes. speaking of that, actually, I, I feel I, I feel so blessed that we have had so many um, different prophets and sahaba of different characteristics that can fit anybody of any character. So an example that I just wanted to share is um, Abu Bakr uh, radiallahu an and uh, Umar radiallahu an. So those two are really polar opposites of each other in terms of their character. Like one is very soft and cries easily and the other one is very fierce yeah, and fiercely protects and is someone who is known to be a very great fighter, great warrior as compared to the other one who is known to be the very truthful one and he doesn't, he's always very gentle and he really weeps at night for the sake of Allah. So having these two polar opposites 
also being two very loved figures by the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and of course by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, I think it really tells us that for as to be a man, right, you don't have to be just one certain way to be loved by Allah. You yeah. can be any way. You just need you just need to be yourself. You don't have to change your personality to yes. a mold. Yeah, you just have to be yourself, but also act within the boundaries that Islam has set for us. And okay. if let's say you are a bit more harsh, maybe you can look at. Umar Adelahu and how does he handle his very fierce nature in the boundaries that has been set by Islam? Then if you are someone who's very sensitive, maybe you look at Abu Bakr Adelahu and like how the how do you be a leader and protect even though you are very emotional? Yeah. So I feel that's the beauty of Islam. There's really someone to look at for whatever person you are, however you are in, in terms of your personality. And I'd love to hear Brother Siddiq's opinions as well. Yeah, because being a man, <laughs> I as a woman, there's only so much I can share. So inshallah, please yeah, share your opinions as well, Brother Siddiq. Alhamdulillah, thank you so much. Just just my learning points. How how we actually uh take into context the stories of a lot of different male figures in our Islamic history is that we understand that there are different personalities. Nabi Yusuf's personality is different from Nabi Musa's personality yes. as, right. as they are all different from the Sahabas of the Prophet. And and but the thing to note is that they are all great men with common uh greatness. And for the Nabi, it's very simple. Allah has mentioned that they are they, they all have integrity, they they don't they don't commit sins. And they are, they are free from sin, and they, they all will convey the truth to their people. So first and foremost, you understand that the how to become the uh, a good man. First and foremost, number one is honesty. Everything every nabi has that in common, and and then you look at into the other great characteristics, the the good character of of our sahaba. They have different personalities, but the one that that the thing that differentiates between them is not the personality that disting, distinguishes them. Rasulullah mentioned that it is the character. The best of of those are, are the best with the, with the best character. That differentiates them. So then you and then you see, and and this is why we are given so many examples to to learn from. Not because that Allah has said that to be a good man that you can only follow one yeah. model, but no, rather yeah. in in our fitra, in our in our nature, He has given us the inclination to certain characteristics, yes. how to express His right. His different uh, attributes, and 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 that's and that's how we can build ourselves as people. Look at different sahaba as, as a model. I like to end off my uh, reflection because we shared this in the marriage series. We shared this in the previous uh, episode with Sis Jana as well. You know, all of us men, we are we are making dua. We say, Ya Allah, give us Aisha. Ya Allah, give us Khatija. Ya Allah, give us Hafsa. Right. But we, we all like the, the, the tying the camel part which is say, Ya Allah, please make us someone like Rasulullah to be able to deserve someone like Hafsa or Aisha or Khadija. Subhanallah. So step one is first strive to make ourselves as the model that we've been given. And then secondly, perhaps then we can have the, the dignity as, as, as a Muslim to ask from Allah the women that have the characters of their wives subhanAllah and, and that's how we do it right as, as we show the sincerity to Allah and then we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us whatever we want that is how um, that's the sequence to having that, uh, good mannerisms towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as well so back to you Hafizah inshallah Thank you so much, Brother Siddiq. That was very beautiful sharing on your part as well. I think it's really enlightening to hear from the men and I am very blessed to be here in this uh, setting today to really hear your opinions and to understand that men too have their struggles, you know. It's not always women who are struggling and I love how y'all are also always looking at the Sahaba and the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam as a guide for you like, in terms of how y'all lead your life. So Alhamdulillah, thanks so much for both of your sharings today. Uh, I think with that, we have come to the end of this episode. Alhamdulillah, I hope everybody listening uh, till here, thank you so much for listening till here. And I hope that you have really taken a few pointers of knowledge that you can actively apply in your lives after this podcast, inshallah.
And that's the end of the episode. Alhamdulillah. I will end with Tasbih Kafara and Suratul Asr. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Subhanakallahu wa bihamdika ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atuhu bilaik. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Wal asr innal insana lafi khusr illa alladina amanu wa amilu salihati wa tawassaw bil haqq wa tawassaw bil sabr. And that's it. Alhamdulillah. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.